0: You're bringing something to the table that in some ways will be polarizing to somebody. And so I'll take it. Like, I don't mind it as much, but I think it's for me when I feel it's impacting other people because the confidence and I get the nicest messages. My mom has always said at work, in life, you better screenshot that and put it in a kudos folder because you're (laughs) going to need it. Right. And I have taken so many screenshots for myself. That on those days where maybe somebody says something that makes me crazy or I lose a couple of followers and I think, mm. like, luckily now we've gotten to the point where I don't notice if I lose a follower. Right. Because that's a little maddening. Crystal, like you're totally in the same boat, right? You know, <laughs> but you think about the people who have felt empowered and gotten a voice. And I'm like, that's so much more important to me that they feel that they have a platform for that. It's
1: more than just your output, more than a five.
2: Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 177. This is Crystal O'Keefe.
3: And this is Tom O'Keefe. If we sound agitated, it's because we just spent an hour in line.
2: (laughs) trying That was trying to vote, y'all.
3: Yeah, to get our ballots notarized. We're some of those sketchy people that do mail-in ballots. So there.
2: Yep. In Missouri, you have to get them notarized.
3: So we uh, we sat in the drive-in at the bank, and that was what we thought would be like 20 minutes. It was like 30 minutes before the line even moved. Yeah. Ah. Good times. Good times. So let's talk about something that is good time, though, that happened to you this week. It's you got your bike plus. I did. It's beautiful. Is it? It is beautiful. And a
2: lot of people have complained about their monitors being wobbly. Right. And I said to the install crew, I said, now, this monitor, is it going to wobble? And they said, oh, you've got the pros here. We figured out how to tighten that thing down. So no.
3: Throwing shade, though. I know. All the people that delivered wobbly bikes.
2: They were like, no. We're not No wobble here. Okay. And it's stable. It really is. And it's gorgeous.
3: Awesome. So where's it going?
2: My old bike yeah. is going to a person who had never heard of Peloton up until two weeks ago.
3: She has no idea that she's purchasing a piece of history. <laughs> One day people will... <laughs> We'll track this bike down to figure out like whatever happened to clip out Crystal's first Peloton.
2: Yeah, well, it's going to some lady who works in the medical field. She works here locally at a a hospital that she's a physician's assistant. And she has not been able to work out. She's afraid that the gym is going to get closed down again because our cases are on the rise in Missouri because we don't believe in masks here. (laughs) So she's taking matters into her own hands. So
3: good for her. Absolutely. And and speaking of bikes and people getting them, we should just, just mention right here, we're giving a one away. Yes. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And to help out the National Breast Cancer Foundation, we have partnered up with them to give away a special pink Peloton. Yep. But yeah, we have partnered up with the National Breast Cancer Foundation in order to give away a pink Peloton.
2: It is absolutely gorgeous. And I can honestly say that because I am one of the only people in the world that's seen it in person. And I absolutely love it. And here's the thing. You may be like, well, I don't need another bike, but you probably know somebody who does. And if you enter... Even if you throw in five bucks, like that's still something. Totally. It's going to a great cause. Every single dollar that we get over the price of the bike is going directly to the National Breast Cancer Foundation.
3: Absolutely. So if you want to sign up for this, you can do that at theclipout.com slash pink.
2: And make sure you share it with your friends because we want this thing to go viral.
3: Absolutely. And we have the option when you donate that you get extra entries should you be so kind as to uh, share it with people. So please do. Yeah. And the National Breast Cancer Foundation, they've been rated four stars for 14 years in a row from the charity Navigator Outfit. They probably (laughs) have a better name than that. I'm
2: sure they do. but, But one of the reasons they're rated so highly is because they don't just hoard this money. Right. They like they use it specifically for people who are going through cancer. It's a great foundation. People speak very highly of it. I know that sometimes people get a little frustrated with everything being pink this time of year. Sure. There's lots of cancers, lots of causes to give to you. So I absolutely understand and respect that. We did do our research. though. This is a great foundation.
3: Yeah. So uh, just real quick, over the last decade, 192,000 mammograms my mammograms 858,000 patient navigation services and over 240,000 breast health education services to women in need so
2: just a few things just
3: a few things so absolutely worth your time so if you want to win a pink peloton go to the Clipout.com slash pink so what do you have in store for people
2: i don't know we're going to talk about some things about peloton
3: oh well, what a, what a What a refreshing change of pace.
2: Let's just jump in. Let's
3: just jump in. So shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. You can find us while you're there. Be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. We have a review. Oh, this is from Michelle. Go three one three. And she says, I love my Friday mornings to listen to the new podcast, especially now with the lockdown. Thank you both for good Peloton info and some laughs. You two cracked me up and I'm glad Crystal accepted my leaderboard request. Can't wait to give you a high five. Love the interviews with the instructors and Peloton employees. May is seriously my favorite. I want to be like her when I grow up. Me too. I high five her every time I see her on a ride.
2: She's amazing. Yeah. So. And so are you. Thank you for leaving us an awesome review. really Absolutely. appreciate yes. that. Yes.
3: Thank you so much. So. Also, facebook.com slash the theclipout while you're there, like the page, join the group, and of course, sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com, where you'll get all sorts of links and videos and stuff emailed to you on a weekly basis. So there's all that. Let's dig in, shall we? Sure. So there was a little controversy this week surrounding Jen Sherman, of all people.
2: I know, of all people. That's a really, really good way to put it, because I cannot think of a less controversial person unless... Unless you're talking about the F word, then she's okay. super controversial because she throws it around as much as you do.
3: I was going to say so much that she's almost me.
2: Yeah. yeah. And let me be clear. I fully support the F wordios, uh, <laughs> especially on a ride. I feel like it is absolutely appropriate. So but that's not what this is about.
3: No, it's not at all.
2: So I'm just going to lay out the facts. And here's why I'm going to lay out the facts, because it's highly political and people get very upset about politics. and. We are how many days? We're not even 30 days from the election. So I don't want to go there. And if anybody has anything negative to say to me about the election on either direction, please just know I'm not going to read it or respond. (laughs) So what I will say is that Jen Sherman was in the middle of an amazing shout out for Big Tom, Tom Jenkins, uh, 1000th ride. And Jen Sherman was leading a Yacht Rock ride this time of year. We often do the football rides. They're getting ready to start up, but we're not quite done. So, if you're watching with us on YouTube, you can actually see footage of this ride. That is Big Tom riding. He likes to.
3: He needs a higher ceiling.
1: I
2: know. He's big. He's Big yeah. Tom. It's and- not
3: ironic like when they call old people curly. No. Yeah.
2: No. And I don't even know how he has that headband on his head right now because <laughs> it's like a rubber band. But I'm digressing. The point being that she's in the middle of this amazing shout out. And you have to know that Jen and Big Tom share a love of football. They talk about it all the time. He loves the Patriots. She loves the Eagles. They spar with each other constantly. I know this because I feel like I've watched their relationship over the last four years as I ride every Sunday on football Sundays. Anyway, so here we are in the middle of COVID. And Jen Sherman says, I know that you're on the bike, and I know this song is for you because you love this song, and you know it's Brandy. It's his favorite yacht rock song. Yeah, he loves it. And uh, I'm give- looking
3: glass. Yes, yeah. and,
2: and and since you can't watch your Patriots play, I give you Brandy. And I'm really really tired of COVID. The exact quote was. COVID can take down the White House, but now you're messing with football. And now COVID is really, really messing with us. Right. Now, some people took that to mean that that was a direct slight against the White House. I personally did not take it that way. Um, She
3: cares about football more than she cares about politics.
2: Yeah. And one person was so upset about it that they actually reached out to John Foley on his personal Facebook page on Sunday And gave a big rant about it and how upset they were. Right. And then they said that they felt like this was really politicizing Peloton and that it had taken away half of their ridership. Also, if you go and look, you can find that this person did not actually take the ride. So, you know, I can only assume and it is an assumption. I don't have the facts that they heard about this elsewhere because a couple of people were complaining about it. And they don't want politics, but they also have a politic hashtag. hashtag. And it says Trump 2020. So, you know,
3: there you go.
2: That's the facts, guys. This ride was then taken down. Right after that, John Foley answered on a Sunday and said, you know, you're right. And we're better than this. And we're taking it down. And there went the ride. So, if you didn't get to take the last yacht rock of the ride live, well,
3: that is you're why you are going to
2: have to wait till next year. Because
3: a lot of people were like, what happened to this? I was going to go take it on demand and yep. it just went poof. And,
2: and there you have it. There
3: you have it. So that ride went away. But if you're not, Jen Sherman is safe.
2: She is. <laughs> She's not going anywhere. Now, John Foley loves Jen yeah. and Jen loves John Foley. And neither of them would do anything
3: otherwise. Correct.
1: Peloton stock ticker.
3: Peloton stock just cannot be stopped. No, it is. Insane.
2: Well, we've talked to John Mills about this several times. Here's his theory, and I I know he's said this before, but every time something bad happens with the coronavirus, the stock goes up. And there's been a lot of bad things with the coronavirus this week. So it's benefiting Peloton stock. I don't know what else to say. A high of $118.43.
3: You know what the Peloton stock reminds me of? (laughs) What? The Campbell Soup stock. (laughs) So Campbell Soup, whenever the economy... Takes a rough turn. Campbell soup stock shoots up because, because people buy soup. It's an inexpensive form of food. And so if all of a sudden you see lots of people out of work or, you know, struggling to make ends meet, soup is an easy way to get calories or I shouldn't say easy. I mean, it, soup is easy, but it's an affordable way to get calories. Right. And so a lot of people, if they're paycheck to paycheck and struggling, they'll they'll pivot to soup. And so it seems like the way a bad economy helps Campbell's Soup, COVID helps Peloton at the moment.
2: It does appear that that is the case. There is absolutely
3: a relationship there. And the other takeaway is that they're both products people use when COVID isn't bad or when the economy isn't bad, right? Like (laughs) people don't just stop eating Campbell's Soup. So when people act like, oh, well, when COVID's all fixed, people won't want Peloton's anymore. Yeah, not going to be a thing. So joining us via the magic of Zoom tube is John Mills from Run Lift and Live. Hey John. Hey, how's it going? going. How is it going?
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm loving that stock price we were just talking about that. How about what?
4: that? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that, but I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I have no complaints. I hear you were out shopping for Lamborghinis today. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. They keep stopping me. But I'm- I'm just writing up
3: a list now. Now I just write a list. He's got a coupon, though, for like a buy one, get one on Lamborghinis. Ooh, so
2: if Erica doesn't want one, let me know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that stock market is crazy. It you know, I, I kept thinking at some point it's going to like set, level off, stop. But it's, I mean, it's just continuing to go up. It's yeah. good stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy.
3: So, you know, there was also this week Peloton put out a thing looking for field testers.
2: Yeah. yeah. Did you happen to see that? Did you get a chance to sign up for it?
4: Yeah, I saw it, but not until you mentioned it. <laughs> you were like, then wait I a minute, me. let me go like, look. Feel, feel who? Huh? <laughs> then I ran and I signed up and I thought, well, it says in the thing that there's going to be a limited pool. And so then I thought, well, I may not be able to get in now. I'm, I'm late. But no, I guess. I'm in that pool, yeah. right? It, so I guess they then pull from that in the future. Exactly. That pool hope, right?
2: You know, they don't really say like what the limitations might be. So for example, you know, they might only want people to test in certain communities or maybe like... I don't know. I'm totally making this up, but like, let's say they wanted to test a different kind of outdoor run. Maybe they only want to do that in places where it's sunny and beautiful all the time. I don't know.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was looking at the criteria. Well, you know, there's different buckets that they had in there. Yeah. Different parts of the country, different types of workouts, different age groups, the things that you fill out when you're doing that. And yet I was thinking the same thing, but uh, I think it's great for them in the past. I would assume they had to just look in the OPMP or look through their their customer list and just how did they do that before? Now they just have a pool and they got all these metrics on people right from what they filled out, what they like to do. And they can just kind of pull from that.
3: To me, it sounds like a win-win.
2: The only experience I've ever had similar to this is I love Panera, which is mm-hmm. locally called St. Louis Bread Company.
3: Don't get me started. Yeah. That's the same thing. Off.
2: It is this? the same thing. It's the same, and it pisses and it, and me off. T- okay, well there he it's goes. St. Louis
3: bread company, and then like, what does St. Louis has going have going for? Not a whole hell of a lot. And so then it becomes this big, huge thing nationwide. But they're like, they go, we St. Louis, somebody will think they're going to hide a switchblade in the loaf of, <laughs> in a baguette? So ah. Okay,
2: I got to just say there, we are not making fun of anyone who lives in a place where there is violence or anything like that. Last time we made a joke like that, it was you're better than making fun of because we made fun of East St. Louis and because there's poverty. Yeah. And anyway, we're not making fun of anything other than the fact that St. Louis is often on the list of being the most violent in the country. Like,
3: that's just a fact. So, like, (laughs) we would like something positive. People associate (laughs) us with great-smelling bread. Like, what could go wrong? And then they change the name on it. And then they they change change the name. name. That ain't right.
2: Yeah, so I am a tester for Panera because I love Panera. And Tom won't go. He won't eat there. He won't go there. I'm low-carb in it. Because they changed the name? No. He doesn't like it. He's going to give you a thousand excuses, but the bottom line is that he doesn't like it. Oh even when you're not low carbing it, you don't. No, like I it. don't.
3: It's <laughs> it's when I'm not low carbon it, I want junk. And this is like I mean <laughs> Yeah, I'm with that. Canera is like it's like eating at a hospital cafeteria without the <laughs> hospital. Like, I don't get the appeal. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? <laughs> Am I wrong? You're laughing. <laughs> you're not laughing because you're like Tom, that made no sense. I don't know. If I had said McDo- he, if he I had said that about fair. McDonald's, I you'd be looking
1: at
4: me quizzically. Because- I felt in my heart the similarities yeah. between a hospital <laughs> cafeteria and Panera. Right,
1: you're I reminding me my, of my
4: yeah.
2: stepson. Whenever we jokingly put him in the middle of Tom and I, whenever he's like, because we do this silly game, we're like, "Who loves who more?" Yeah. And then Brian will be like, uh, uh,
3: "We're like uh, Brian decide."
2: <laughs> and then he'll be like, "I'm Switzerland. I'm neutral." And he'll walk
4: away. <laughs>
2: and that was what you looked like. You were like.
4: but but there was a portion of me that completely understood and agreed with what Tom was saying (laughs) okay I felt it like yeah yeah. Yeah. so
2: I got to recently try out the sandwiches and it was really cool they took you into a room and they gave you these like different sandwiches to try and then you like had this little iPad in front of you and then you rated it on like a billion different things And I loved it. So I I mean, you have to wear a gown. No, I did not wear a gown. But because it's COVID, I was wearing a mask, except for when I was eating and they had us very separated and everybody had their own little iPad. So it was very safe. But I'm hoping that that's like something that Peloton's going to be doing. And I hope that they spread this around so that everybody gets to try it out because I love testing out new features and I am totally biased toward loving everything Peloton, so I feel like this is a win-win.
3: Well, they don't yeah, want the you to love everything. Love <laughs> they don't want you to love everything. They want to know what the where the problems are. Okay. Although, in all fairness, whenever you ever had any difficulty pointing out where the problems are.
2: I mean, yeah, I do. I do.
3: John's like, I'm not saying a word. It's like, he's like, do you, guys, do you guys need me for this? Um... <laughs> I feel like,
2: John, you just made yourself a new gift there.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm working on a couple of gifts of you, by the way. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I'm going through YouTube videos trying to find which ones. Oh, goodness.
1: Oh,
3: goodness.
4: This is going to be
1: great.
3: <laughs> so, moving on, there's been some little tweaks out there this week.
2: There has. Yeah. yeah. So earlier this week, one of our, our listeners that it gives me information on time, like she watches the app like a hawk. Mm-hmm. And she pointed out to me, hey, on the web app, you can now skip intro. So now it's on my tread, too. Is it on the bike, too? Is it out?
4: Well, it's not on my bike and it's not on my tread yet either. But oh. I see it on the web app. So. Oh, well, so I'm assuming you are kind of rolling it out. It's coming. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty yeah. dang
2: cool because I did a, a run. I did a warm up run. And then yeah. I was like, skip intro and went straight into the run. I didn't have to do my. I didn't have to do an additional like listen to them tell me about what the class was going to be. It oh, just went straight into let's start warming up. And I was like, yes,
4: it was. See, great. that's where that would be valuable if you were taking multiple classes. See, I was thinking for me, it's t- normally one class, mm-hmm. and I'm normally like it's like a you know ten thirty in the morning. I got a meeting at eleven. I got thirty minutes. Yeah, and I'm just running. I, I got the thirty minutes, but I don't want to get rid of the intro. I know. The intro for me, is the warm up and the stretch. Like I know it's not supposed to be. Well, for me, still, it is. They right?
2: still do the warm up. So like your warm up is still like. So when they go through the part where they're still doing the warm up, that's there. But right. you know how when they're like, "Hey, how you guys doing today?" Right. You know, right. and like that part's gone. If you right. want it right. to be, and you, you don't have to. So if that helps, you can have time to put your shoes on or whatever. Then do that. Like no big deal. I'm sure it's like-
4: I'm sure it's like my competitive nature, because once the clock starts, that's not a warm up anymore. Like oh. <laughs> they're warming up, but I'm running. Like He's getting a head start. i got 30 minutes. I'm- you go. My warm up is before the clock starts.
2: OK, OK, yeah. So you might want to take a warm up class and then take the other class. <laughs> but that's what Let's I did today. Go. I had 30 minutes. So. I did 10 minutes of warm up and then I just boom straight into my 20 because I wanted to do the one with Robin did for Alicia Keys and I wanted to take that. But I was like, I needed a little more than 20 minutes. So I wanted to get my warm up in so I could hit the ground running. And I did. So it's all kinds of ways to use the Peloton. All
4: kinds of ways. You've given me a way to use it now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Between classes. That's right. (laughs)
3: there's all sorts of tips. (laughs) So so it says here the bar moving, but not bar with two R's.
2: Right. So, you know, I talked about this a few weeks ago, but apparently, just like John was just saying about that, what we were just talking about has been rolling out. So has there, there's always been a square right over all the instructor's faces at the end of the class. And now it's like it's moved up to the top and it gives Mm -hmm. you the option where you can rate it or share it, all those things. And now it's not covering up the instructor's face. I mentioned this a few weeks ago and I thought everybody had it, but people are like telling me this week over and over again. Oh, mine, mine changed. They're like telling me like it's new information because it is for them. And I was like, oh, so now I guess this is another new thing we need to get used to that Peloton is just rolling out updates. Used to, they would Mm -hmm. tell us, hey, there's an update coming and it will be rolling out over the next few days. No more. Now they're just rolling and you just hope for the
4: best. <laughs> well, you know, I remember. This, I remember seeing this request a few times in like the Feature Fridays. Like the Don't thing pops up. Don't cover up my instructor's
2: face. face.
4: I'm, right. Why does it cover up the instructor's face? So I'm assuming that's why they made made this change. I never really had much of an issue with that, other than <laughs> I'm constantly posting to Instagram after a ride. That's my thing too. And then I go, wait a minute, I can't, I can't do this selfie. That thing's over their face. <laughs> I my... don't think anyone else had that problem. I thought I that did.
2: Was just... I did. Oh. I totally did. But I will say I didn't have enough of an issue with it to complain about it. But now that it's gone, I'm like yeah. kind of happy mean, it's you, gone. Did
3: you just call John a whiner?
2: No.
1: <laughs> you
3: said you didn't have enough of an issue to complain about I just it. just a-like like was... some people. <laughs> He's right. not the only one that's yeah. called me a whiner. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: didn't call you John a whiner. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Think it's open to you interpretation. Like I would agree
4: with her. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, but now that it's gone, I'm like super happy it's gone. Like I don't I, know. are you did has it like changed how you've interacted with the end of the ride?
4: No, not really. because- well it's it, I think it looks real slick. Uh, it yeah. makes more sense. But no, it's not really changed. I still, now I just do that extra click, click the rate button, and I actually rate it after I click that button. Now you know that's going to be the next complaint.
2: I have to click an extra button to go rate the instructor.
4: Oh, now I feel like I'm at work and I'm talking to the testing team of an app I built. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> how you got me to work,
3: Crystal. When you, I'm stressed out when yeah. you click when you click that extra button though. Just think how many more calories you're burning, oh, right? Like that's it's just good, Tom. That's it's just good. There, it's probably like two more calories. It's
2: like whoop, whoop.
3: so you do that over the course of a year, you've right? burned like. It's like a whole extra ride you just got for free.
4: <laughs> a whole extra ride.
3: You're, I think that's yes. how that works. I don't know. Depends I'm not good at I'm not good at exercise or, or math. Or math. So none of this could be true. I don't know, but but I like it. <laughs> just, I'm going to
4: use that. Yeah, let's just pretend it like it sounds reasonable. Is. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, uh, the reason I asked you that was because people were saying they're already forgetting to rate the rides. Like I can see that happening yeah totally i absolutely well, you know what can. happened to me
4: there was, not- there's four buttons there yeah and the last button is what user details or something something to that effect can't remember what it says yeah but i went i want to test all these buttons Uh-oh, i'll no. rate later and i hit user details takes you out the ride oh no <laughs> i guess i can't rate it anymore <laughs> But I just
2: wanted to see what they did. Uh, it, the it takes you out of the ride.
4: Oh, I'm out of the ride.
2: You're done.
3: I use that time to warm up. You like that so much. Dang. I'm a problem solver. Yeah, you, you're good. at did yeah. that. Right. Yeah. So then the, the bike boot camp average. This was also another. Yeah, tweak.
2: And I got to say, again, I don't know if this is out there for everybody yet, because this just was told to me today. Stephanie Caputo, who was also on the show, she was interviewed. Be better is her leaderboard name. And she said that now whenever you do a bike boot camp, the average doesn't fall. So, Tom, for your edification. Sure,
3: I don't know what you're talking about. So
2: during the bike portion, your output would continue to go up. Then you'd get off the bike and you'd go do the floor por- portion, which is the weights. Yeah. Okay? OK. While you did the weights, your average is like dropping. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Right. Dropping, so you're getting
3: penalized for dropping. doing what they told you to do. Exactly- oh my god, it's like my first marriage.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I can see how it would be painful. Yeah, I mean, for for a well, for me, maybe not for everyone. But on the treadmill, that you know, that didn't happen. You did the boot right. camp. As soon as it said, "Oh, we're doing floor stuff," then it stopped. The it stopped. Yeah. And, but yeah, I guess on the bike, it didn't do that. And especially since after you're done with the ride, you're sharing your experience. <laughs> I like to see that average. You know that sure. average is up there. Your
2: average is twenty. Congrats! You know I, mean?
1: <laughs> I want to share that. I
4: know. Your average is. i have to explain. It was a boot camp <laughs>
3: that I just did. You're, you'll, you'll be photoshopping asterisk. An, an asterisk on there so people know. Yeah.
4: But by the way, though, my average is lower anyway. Now that I got the bike plus. Oh, it's all really? by like twenty to thirty watts, right? Oh
2: wow, wow! So, so so you have a whole new experience.
4: Have you reset your PR? I haven't done that yet. I'm like hard headed here. Okay. I'm like I'm over here going. You know what? I'm going to get gonna it back. Get back to those numbers. <laughs> you know, by, if it kills me, <laughs> and it might. <laughs> and it might. It, might, and it might.
2: you might want to stop with the boot camps then. <laughs> <laughs>
4: And the boot camp would have been horrible. How would I fix that? I'd be trying to lift weights
1: and ride at the same (laughs) time.
3: Crazy. You'd be like, Erica, come over here and pedal (laughs) while I do the floor stuff. I mean, terrible. I mean, fix this.
2: Well, they fixed it. They fixed it. Now it's it's frozen, just like it was on the treadmill. So they
3: saved my life. Yes, all
2: all of our lives. Because
3: Erica would have killed you had you asked her to do that. So.
2: Should have been like, it's my ride now, John.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like multiple ways.
2: Right. <laughs> so real quick before you go, how are you liking the Bike Plus?
4: Well, I love it for a couple of reasons. Number one, the seat is slightly closer to the handlebars. And that's all I really you know. I've had a few back surgeries, so I really can't do a whole that, I can't stay like that. that's
2: fascinating so to me because you're so much taller than I am. And so I thought that was just a short people issue. So that makes nah. me that that's fascinating that pushing it forward also helps like every size, you right. know, that's nah, awesome. because I
4: could I mean, I could I could go forward and you get more power, of course, the further you're over. I could do that, but I can't stay there for longer than a minute. I will literally create an issue where I'll be down for days like oh. I can't do So I've had to make adjustments on the bike in order so that I could even do it with the distance that currently is there and to try to have my seat in the positions where my legs are in the appropriate position. But now having that just a couple inches closer, it's more comfortable. And then I like the idea that the power output is more a standard just me too regardless of what my numbers are just now that i know i can compare that universe totally you
2: know why i love it because my numbers pretty much stayed exactly the same So man i I had a hard bike and i always thought i did and now i know
4: (laughs) (laughs) this. this is this is the crazy thing so you know we had two bikes and Eric would always go, mine is harder. But I never really got on her bike. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so now we replace mine. And I'm going, yeah, yeah, this one's harder. <laughs> uh, let me try yours now. And so, so the first time I tried hers, and you know it's easier than the bike plus?
3: <laughs> oh. Have you had the nerve to tell her that?
4: Yeah, I haven't really talked about yeah. that, which I guess you'll find out now when she listens to the clip. She doesn't, she doesn't listen to anything
3: you do. That's how it winds Watch. <laughs> Honey, when's the last time you listened to an episode of Real Spoilers? I
2: mean, I hear <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah,
3: so there we go.
2: <laughs> well, I might be good then. Yeah,
3: I think you're safe as so, a kitten. So literally. You could come on here with your girlfriend and she'd never find out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so literally, we had one bike that was easier than the standard. And another one that was harder than the standard. And mine happened to be the easier one. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) That wasn't intentional. Sure. Sure. (laughs)
3: Stick with that.
4: (laughs) It's still the easier one. It's just the standard.
3: (laughs) You have the official standard now. Like you you can't. Yeah. You're like, whatever's going on with your bike over there. Whatever's going on with your janky bike over there, I've I got. That. Yeah, that's right. Mine has the official seal of approval from John Foley. <laughs> right, and you I don't enjoy know what's that. Going on with your bike, you enjoy that little toy you've got over oh, in the corner. Wow
4: whatever that is that you're doing over I there i
3: didn't say that because people that didn't upgrade are going to be like you called no no we're, so- we're <laughs> joking There's also nothing wrong with that if
2: erica you do listen we love you and we don't really think any of these things <laughs> blame tom everybody else does yes. <laughs> it's
3: my special. well John- so, now I'm
4: like, so now i'm like do you want now i should probably get you once and then we'll just we should get you one. I'm trying to tell her. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, "No, I don't want. To. I just want to keep my bike. I'm I'm good with my. But now I'm trying to convince her. Yeah, because yeah. you want her to have the, to deal with the hard bike, right? That's really the. I mean,
3: but do you yeah. really want to know for <laughs> sure? <laughs> right, because once you go you there, you
2: can't go back. Like, <laughs> like, is... like if she like comes out of it, she's got a, the exact same bike you
4: do, and she kicks your butt. Yeah, what, what are you gonna do, John? <laughs> you, well, you know what, you, what's funny about that is I took my first ride on it. And we're both riding together. And she looks over at me and she's like, you know, you're breathing really hard. It's because you're next to me, baby. That's the answer. (laughs) You seem like you're working really hard over there. I I spent the rest of the ride trying to act like I wasn't working that hard. Yeah, you were like
2: started throwing out some dance moves.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Craziness. Um, uh, well, uh, I guess uh, before we let you go, John, uh, tell everybody where they can find you on the interwebs. Well, they can find me on Facebook at my Run Lift and Live group
4: or Run Lift and Live page. They can find me on Instagram, Run Lift and Live, or at runliftandlive.com. Awesome.
3: Awesome.
2: Thank you so much, John. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> you
4: too. Nice seeing you both. Likewise. You Bye.
3: Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses.
2: day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping.
3: Peloton put out a new YouTube commercial this week.
2: Yeah, it is their very first ad featuring all real community members. They are members of the community. Interesting. Have you gotten to see this thing?
3: I have not.
2: Oh, man. It is fabulous. It features different members that are like in their their homes. They're being filmed in their natural state. So these are actually people who really...
3: Use the Peloton, which is what we said a few years back that, like, you have all these people that love their Peloton. Why not make a spot with them instead of trying to find actors to retell these kind of stories or demographics?
2: Exactly. Know? And I love how they featured their leaderboard names mm-hmm. and they featured like in their environment why their leaderboard name is special like for the very first one grandpop 73 he's hanging out with his granddaughter right and then you have sean before dawn and his hashtag is vets and he's in his military fatigues you can see Sorry. then there's one that was like for an esquire she's a lawyer and she's in the black girl magic group oh okay and she's sitting in a desk obviously being a lawyer and She's got her legging, her Peloton leggings on. Like, it's just great. It's all these little touches that are just perfect. They're yeah. just perfect. And it's just a great commercial. So if you guys haven't seen it, absolutely check it out. It is my favorite that they have done, I think, ever. I think ever. And the lady need cake. She's in the Pillow Foodies group.
3: You do need cake.
2: You do need cake. She is
3: not wrong about I that.
2: know. And she's so funny because they have her, like, eating cake mix out of a cake bowl. Like, it's...
3: Here, I, here, I feel it. Here's my hot take. Yeah. Pie sucks. You need cake. (laughs) Anybody that's ever had pie put in front of them has has said to themselves, they won't say it out loud because they're nice people, but in their heads, (laughs) they'll say, you know what, pie? I wish you were cake.
2: I can't say that about all pie. There are pies that are really good, like the chocolate silk pie. Or pumpkin pie? There are a few. But I know you're not a pie eater because they usually have fruits in them and you're out. Like, you don't eat pumpkin pie. You don't eat apple pie. No. You don't eat cherry pie.
3: No. That's What, is that a salad? No. Right.
2: And you don't eat any kind of like... what Get some cake. <laughs> so, Tom prefers cake. Unless, a, it's, unless it's cheesecake. And then he hates that too. I don't like
3: cheesecake. Or carrot cake? That's just someone that, like... It's too lame to even be to be in a pie, and they try to sneak it into a and cake. And
2: I, I love carrot cake. They try
3: to be like, what if we put it in a cake, and we'll, no. And it's good. No.
2: It's so good. It's like little <laughs> carrot spices. Mmm, yummy.
3: There's no such thing as a wrong opinion, but in this case, we will make an exception.
2: <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, honey.
3: I will.
1: Checking out the competition.
3: Oh, Echelon you so crazy?
2: That's what our bumper should be. I know. Should, we should just have a new one made that just says, oh,
3: Echelon. And then it's like sad trombone. Bom, bom, bom. Wah, bom, wah.
2: So, yeah, their newest antics.
3: Yeah. They <sighs> released a tread called Stride. And I here I will say something positive about Echelon. I like that name.
2: Stride. Yeah, I do. Okay. So there. Noted.
3: Yeah. Oh, somebody's mad at me now.
2: I'm not mad at you. <laughs> I just could give a <laughs> less about anything Echelon does or being positive about it. Like these people are just so into business for the wrong thing. I'm all about making money. Don't get me wrong. But like, could you be innovative at all? At all? Like anything? Now, I will give them this.
3: Yes. As
2: positive as I can possibly be. Okay. This treadmill looks nothing like the Peloton treadmill. And it's not even trying to be. From what I can tell, it just happened to come out and like i'm sure next thing you know they're going to be doing boot camps and all everything that peloton yeah. does but here's the thing here's the thing that is a knockoff it's weird it's a weird antic okay. you see last year at CES so back in january of 2020 they launched this with the rower and now they came out with a press release this week saying launching our treadmill yeah.
3: That they launched eight months ago. Yeah, 10 months ago. 10 months ago.
2: Yeah. And we actually, I I apologize because we probably should have talked about this with John Mills. I forgot because he is actually, he brought that particular point on Run, Lift, and Live. Gotcha. And I totally forgot when we were putting the notes together. So that credit goes to John Mills. But can you believe that? Yeah, that's just uh, who like... Who relaunches a product 10 yeah. months later and pretends that like it's brand new? Yeah. Oh, Echelon. That's who does that. <laughs> that's who does that.
3: Netflix and Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my God. Update. Cobra Kai for all of you guys that said we needed to watch it because it was so good. It is so freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <Okay. laughs>
3: and then I guess while we're talking about competitors, we can now label them one, right? Apple.
2: We can, but that's not what this is. This actually should have been under new features, so my bad. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine.
3: This is my mistake because I don't understand things.
2: (laughs) So what this is saying is the Peloton app on Apple TV. Oh. And I didn't, and in my head, I knew that it was the Peloton app because this is about Peloton, so I just, I put a shorthand in. So my notes were not clear, but the whole point of this is to tell you that Apple TV now can use multi-user support. So Right now, before this update was done, when you had Apple TV and you were using the Peloton app, right, you had to log all the way out and then log back in with a completely different user, then log back into your Apple TV. You could not just switch from profile to profile gotcha. okay. once in a, and now you can.
3: And that's a nice feature. I mean, I know that I don't care about this. But <laughs> but when like But
2: like on HBO
3: Max Right when HBO Max or when <laughs> Spotify added where you could toggle back and forth like oh my god that's because it takes so long to log in and out on your TV. So yeah. It does. Toy. It does.
2: It's a huge time saver. So absolutely, I love it. We don't have the Apple TV. And for anybody out there, no, we're not getting one. Like we're not getting it. We have enough TV things. And I know that I'm dipping my toes in the apple water, yeah. but but no, we're not doing that. But I do love my Mac. And you guys, can you, can, those of you who are
3: on, uh, YouTube.com on YouTube.com slash the clip out.
2: You can see my, my brand new skin.
3: I bought her a fancy skin for her MacBook. And with, it's so
2: pretty because it says the clip out logo. The,
3: it's got the clip out logo on it. And so. so I
2: see it everywhere. I love it. I love it. It makes me so happy. It's like a little ray of sunshine. Yay. Anyway, moving on.
1: <laughs> new content.
3: So if you're looking to take Irene and Eric's unity ride mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they now have English subtitles
2: yes and and per Tim Shaughnessy okay you get a special badge when you take both how about that for all you badge horse? go get it <laughs> wow oh it's a loving term <laughs> is it it is a loving term you
3: could have called them like badgers
2: I mean, yeah, I could have, but we call ourselves badge horse. Okay.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough.
2: Hashtag badge whore. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Put that on your leaderboard.
2: <laughs> I'm sure it's on there. I'm I have sure. no doubt.
3: Yeah. And then Selena Samuela dedicated her boot camp ride from October 8th to veterans.
2: Yes. Hashtag vets. I think this is great. I can clearly see the writing on the wall. We're going to be seeing more of this. Very sure. personalized. So hashtags aren't all that old. This one, what happened was they took any of the hashtags that are vets. It's hashtag vets. A letter went out to every single person who uses that hashtag from Selena. And she told a little bit of a story about how her dad was in the military and she was in the military. I hope I have those details correct. I read it and it was incredibly touching. But the part that was so touching to me was that she's dedicating this entire ride it's not a ride. I shouldn't call it that. It's a boot camp.
3: Gotcha. And it's on the it thread. It seems fitting. It does. Right? It boot does. Camp? That's where the, you know, the name comes from the military.
2: Yes. And she asked for everybody who's in the military and veteran community to come out and make sure that they had the hashtag vets on their profile. Jackie Sinkata sent this to us. Mm. And as you know, Tom, I know a lot of our listeners know as well, Jackie is a vet right. and very proud mm. to be. And we're proud of her. Yeah, and absolutely. So, very and it was cool. featured
3: on an episode, one of our early interviews. I, I want to say it was like seven or eight, eight yeah. something like
2: that. Yeah, it was like right in that time frame. Right around episode nine, because I know nine is Brian Albright, because every time I talk to Brian Albright, he says oh. number nine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Does he say it in that like, He's
2: like, I'm number nine, that
3: Beatles voice, number nine.
2: No, he number doesn't. Nine. No, he says it in his, he says it in his perfect Brian Albright
3: voice. Okay. <laughs> A few pullovers popped up in the boutique, just kind of out of the blue.
2: Yeah, it really was. There was like a tank top and a sweatshirt and then like a couple of other shirts. And so I've had several people ask me why. I don't know. I got nothing. I'm kind of feeling like they were late arrivals for fall one. And they were like, "Eh."
3: their vendor shipped them UPS ground (laughs) instead of. Overnight air. Such
2: a weird time with suppliers right now. Honestly, it could be anything. It could be stuff that's like old and never made it to when it was supposed to be out, like in spring. And they were just like, let's go ahead and use it now. I I really don't know. (laughs) But enjoy.
1: (laughs) Have at it. Peloton Celebrity Sightings.
3: So people might remember our Andrea Barber interview from a few weeks ago. I'm
2: still laughing.
3: A.K.A. Kimmy Gibbler. If you haven't listened to it, you should probably go check it out because people seem to enjoy it immensely.
2: You will get a good ab workout from laughing.
3: And she was delightful. She was. But you might recall from that interview that she's a big Matt Wilper's fan. Yes. And he's no Joey McIntyre, but he's okay. Right. Yeah, but she was like, I can't get Matt to pay attention to me on the on the Instagram and Matt Wilper's finally tagged her on Instagram.
2: Yep, and he was like, you got this Andrea and like had her in her in his stories. So Hopefully she saw it. I feel like she probably
3: did. I feel like she and did. And
2: so, Andrea, if you're out there, let us know if you saw it. And Matt Wilpers, thank goodness you yes. finally tagged her. That's that's amazing. Yes. So, so. I, know, I know you made her Peloton dreams come true. Yes, you
3: did. <laughs> and thanks for listening, Matt.
2: <laughs> I know it was a little presumptuous.
3: <laughs> well, you heard about it somewhere, right? I don't know.
2: People were tagging him left okay. and right. So.
3: <laughs> I'm going to assume he listened. Ah, That's totally. how it I like to It seems reasonable.
0: Be. Peloton in the news.
3: Robin Arzan was featured on a podcast this week. She was. The Joe Wicks podcast. Yeah. I'm familiar with his brother, John. But <laughs> um, please tell me Robin lived through this interview because... <laughs>
2: She did uh, okay because Sean Wick's is like, well, and she's pregnant, so we don't even want to we don't even want to say anything like that, Tom. <laughs> yes, I just took a run with her today. She's doing great, baby bump, happy,
3: <laughs> awesome.
2: Yeah, so I don't know, I don't know when this was recorded, but the episode aired on August tenth, so it's been a little bit. Somebody pointed it out. We might have missed it. Maybe I even talked about it. I just don't remember. But it happens. It's called Robin Arzan sweating with swagger. And it looks like it's some kind of British podcast because it says it's it's through the BBC.
3: Yeah, it says BBC Radio 4 in the little icon there.
2: Yeah. So definitely, if you haven't gotten a chance to check it out, please do so because Robin always has very interesting things to say. That she does. By the way, if you haven't taken that Alicia Keys run. Yeah. I mean, you haven't and never will. Of course. But for anybody else out there who's on the fence about taking it because Alicia Keys is a little more of a down tempo kind of thing. You need to take it and save it for a day that you're just really feeling shit. like the world just sucks and you have no idea. When
3: would we run into a day like that?
2: Oh, 2020. <laughs> so when you're feeling like that, that's the perfect time to take that run. Like, okay. it's awesome. Might have been a little tearing up.
3: Good to know. Yep. And then Tune day has partnered with Optimum, which is one of the Transformers, I believe. So <laughs> that's Optimus not- Prime. Oh, sorry.
2: I was showing my nerd. I know. <laughs>
3: I outed you. <laughs> I love whenever they transform. Well, yeah, that's literally in the name. I know. Okay. I'm just
2: saying I enjoyed it. So I yeah. love
3: when they power Ranger.
2: Okay. So anyway, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
2: Tune Day partnered with Optimum Nutrition Recovery. That's the full name. So it's a little bit different than Optimus Prime. A but bit. technically, it can transform you.
3: Oh, well done. <laughs>
2: It's all about different recovery products. And she is going to be sending protein pancake recipes our way. And okay. anytime you have pancakes in the mix, I am all in. Plus, I just love Tounde. Like sure. she's just great. So, you know, go out there and buy some optimum stuff.
3: And Maddie Majocomo <laughs> has been tormenting Jess Sims. Yeah. He likes to scare her around Halloween time.
2: Yeah. Last year was pretty
1: epic.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And if you weren't around last year, if you're new to Peloton, you need to go back and look up their stories. I'm pretty sure it's probably on their highlights. And if it's not, reach out to me. It's freaking hilarious what they did. What they did because it was Bex and Maddie. Yeah. both got just Sims. It was epic. But he's doing a countdown this year. Yes. So every day on Instagram, on his stories, he posts a different picture of him doing something Halloweeny. Like the other day,
3: <laughs> Halloweeny. Yeah. you said weenie. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? know why witches don't have babies? Why Tom? Because warlocks have Halloweenies. <laughs>
2: So um, so Manny was standing in front of the fridge and he had, like, a picture. It was one of those, like, filters and it showed a picture of a creepy head inside his fridge and he's just hanging out next to his fridge. And then he'll put, like... I don't remember how many days it was on that day, but yeah. it'd be like 13 days to go. So there's,
3: <laughs> he's got something big brewing. Oh, for Jess M. So watch out, Jess. Yeah.
2: I mean, I know you're going to love it and hate it.
3: Yes. <laughs> and you know it's bad if he's not even hiding the fact that it's coming. I know. Like right? that's
2: going to be the kind that, like, you brace yourself for all day and it happens, like, at home when yeah. you like, it's going to be something n- super unexpected. Or on
3: November 8th.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be something. Except if you count down to the exact day he's kind of got that
3: going. Yeah.
2: So I don't know. I don't know. But hang in there, Jess. Hang in there.
1: Peloton (laughs) Birthdays.
3: So there's no birthdays this week, but one, we paid for the sweeper, so I'm going to use it. Yeah. Okay. But Aditi Shaw is celebrating two years at Peloton this week.
2: She is. Congratulations to Aditi. It's kind of hard to believe we've revamped the uh, yoga program. It's been going on for that long. And I really love, especially her meditations. They're fabulous. So thank you for joining us, Aditi. We're very happy to have you in the family.
3: And if you want to swing by the and search on her name we wrote an interesting little piece about her not too long ago about her, her life before
2: peloton. her acting
3: career <laughs> prior to peloton she was on what elementary on cbs yes. and she was on the hbo show she was on an episode of uh, inside amy schumer yeah so she pops up in a couple things and we have screen grabs and stuff there which is pretty nifty
2: it's fun it's a fun article yeah definitely check that out checking
3: in with the peloton community So joining us today via the magic of Zoom tube is Jenny Weston. Hey, Jenny, how's it going?
0: Hi, guys. It's so, so nice to be here. Thank you for having me.
3: So huh? you, you are in New York City at the moment. And what is that like for those of us in flyover country?
0: Yeah, I am. You know, it's so wild. So I've lived in New York for about 15 years. Okay, And my husband and I live in just about 500 square feet. That's and tiny. so it's tiny in a normal life. But, you know, you always say about New Yorkers, we don't have dinner parties unless you're living in a gorgeous townhouse or you're a real housewife. You're not having people over. You meet elsewhere. So your home is really your safe, cozy place. And my husband has actually lived here since the 90s. So it is magically rent stabilized. I was going to say, wow. is that you probably
3: you're like, so we are not leaving.
0: this. We will <laughs> never leave. It's not one of those unicorns that's like $53 a month, but right. it's still pretty much a unicorn. It is in Greenwich Village, which for me is pretty much the best neighborhood. You know, yeah. you're a two minute walk to Soho, a two minute walk to Washington Square Park. And so. And all the cool culture and everything. So much culture. We're right near NYU. Yeah. Oh, I'm super jelly. We just, (laughs) we love it.
3: Now I'm suspicious of you. I'm like, did you marry him for the apartment?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Was there a prenup about the apartment? (laughs) So the apartment, my husband is, we won't call him a hoarder. That's not the right word. I would say he's a lover of nostalgia. Okay. Okay.
3: What kind of nostalgia? What branch?
0: Oh, all kinds. Mostly in the superhero Lego. Superheroes, Legos, Comic-Con, Universal Monsters. Oh, he and Tom would do it Oh, Oh, yes. We could do a whole thing just on that. (laughs) And so when I came here for the first time, he was very worried that I wouldn't like it.
3: Yeah, Um, I get that.
0: Because he would wallpaper the walls with old newspaper clips. (laughs) And it was his man cave and he lived here, you know. And so it has evolved quite a bit. But he actually did not think the apartment would be a selling point. He thought that it could be a deal breaker.
2: Interesting. Interesting. I love the built-ins behind you, by the way.
0: Oh, this is part of my evolution. But what's so funny is... This room is the only light in the apartment. Right. So he's like, I'll live in a cave over there. You can have the light. My Peloton is literally right here. And so this is like my everything space. And I'm looking at my closet, too.
3: Wow. You know, and when we talk about like, I know that (laughs) this isn't really what we set out to talk about, but sometimes we do this. When we talk about how like Peloton's coming out with a new tread with a smaller footprint. And, we, and we discuss why that's so important for certain parts of the country. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure as soon as you saw the first tread, you were like, non-starter. Never, never going to happen. It's so, 10% of your living space. So
0: the bike for us was almost a non-starter.
2: I bet.
3: Wow. Yeah. And, I
2: mean, that makes sense when you have to squeeze everything in like that. And
0: I was relentless. And <laughs> he... Eric's not. It's so funny. Like, we are spirit animals, all four of us together, because he is not a workout. <laughs> a
3: well, when you explained what his interests were,
0: you kind of had to I see kind that of, painting
3: with a broad brush. It's not stereotyping if it's mar- if it involves marketing. That's what I tell myself at work all the time.
0: I mean, the man loves a scenic ride. Yeah. That's pretty much the best way to describe his Peloton experience. But he's taken I, to it completely.
3: I, I, I too love a scenic ride, and that's when she's on the bike.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) But I did I did boot camp this morning. He's like, what are you doing? But (laughs) he's purpose. Yeah, exactly. Like you meant to do that, but for us, the space was obviously the number one concern. So I said, Can it go in the kitchen? Can it go in this teeny tiny hallway? I and he thinks that I just have no realistic vision of space. (laughs) So we will go to Crate and Barrel and I'll say, look at that chair. And he's like, Jenny, that chair will take up the entire living room. So he is like always one step behind with a tape measure to give me a little bit of reality.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny. Oh, that's yeah. really funny.
0: It's very different
2: set of problems, right? Yeah. That's like then from what we have, like you said, we have all the space here in Missouri, but you guys have lots of really cool stuff that you have access to all the time. So
0: I guess it's a good trade off. Like I'm <laughs> loving your movie posters like <laughs> this is the sort of thing. Like we can't even figure out where our wedding photo is going to go. Well, like, we only oh, have Do, do one we have of real estate on the wall for that? <laughs>
3: I would think you would use like lots of digital frames that could scroll through photos so oh. you could maximize the
0: So a normal person would say that. Yeah. In my household that would be a little bit sacrilege sort of like a an e-reader. Okay. Like, no, no, okay. no, no, no. You need
2: a book. All right. So, so he's also paper. old school. He's old school. So he has to have the tactile sensation of a book and he has and to see. DVDs. The, uh, oh, dear.
3: Yeah. I'd you guys don't have of...
2: enough space for that. Yeah. Like, even
0: the owl, where does he put it all? Like, <laughs> do it's, you have a storage unit? <laughs> we do have a storage unit. It's so funny. We get very smart. I like to think we're smart. If HGTV came in here, they would say like, Wow, yeah, very creative, <laughs> creative is probably the right word. So we had DVDs lining the kitchen ceiling, almost not the ceiling, but right below. And he at the beginning of 2020 said, my project is going to be to get rid of all the DVD boxes. Oh,
1: OK. And, and so now
0: he has like what I had in my car in high school. Yeah, a pull- zippered CD holder. Oh, my God, that's funny. But we have about six of them. And he can never find the DVDs he's looking for. They used to be alphabetized. So like, these are just growing pains. These are good problems to have.
3: See, I'm a big fan of voodoo now. Like I've gone away from physical media. I have like about eight or 900 movies on voodoo. Cause like, if you watch their sales, they'll be on sale for like, like five bucks. And I'm just like, okay, for five bucks. So what we do
0: is he searches for 20 minutes. He gets very frustrated. And then I say, why don't we just purchase it? Yeah, <laughs> which we end up doing
3: so you're but you're do, purchasing on streaming right
0: of course
3: it's smart i you're gonna slowly edge you're, them out yeah. yeah yeah you'll have them onto an e-reader in no time
2: see what you need to do is go through and create a separate like a separate book and every time you buy one go through and find it and then then just quietly
0: get rid of pile that's really really brilliant actually (laughs) because there are also like five copies of each because physically we were lost at some point well
3: hang on hang on hang on i'm gonna stick up for the guy here the reason he's got five copies of each is because they put it out originally you buy it and then there's like the 10th anniversary edition and then there's all these special features and there's director's commentary and you know if you buy spinal tap on the first pressing on dvd has the three actors as the actors doing this commentary. But if you buy the other one, oh it's got God. them in character as you, Spinal Tap. Do you, doing you hear I
0: am dying that that's the movie you called out. Because <laughs> that's the number one movie. So we've been together 10 years and it's ultimately a masterclass in <laughs> film. Yes! yes. I yes! say this. Last time we actually watched Terminator. I've never seen Terminator. It's <laughs> a fun is movie. Sad for me. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts for a different place in a different time, but Spinal Tap is the one movie that he's ever kind of like shown me. You know, he like Citizen Kane. I hadn't seen right. a lot it's of great. Hitchcock things like that, but I did not like Spinal Tap, and really? I'm gonna rewatch it. Yeah. I think that I am like a curb your enthusiasm type comedy Mm -hmm. fan. Like I'm happily and heavily amused. But like if you want me to laugh, I'm not going to laugh. Like (laughs) stand-up comedy makes me very nervous.
3: (laughs) Imagine how the comics feel.
0: (laughs) I know. I'm almost more uncomfortable sitting there. I'm like, ah. (laughs) So final tap. Is like the number one thing and we constantly are joking about quotes and things like that like it's become part of our existence but um, oh that is funny I did promise to him we could watch it
3: so oh. I think part of what makes final tap work is because we just watched it not too long ago with my son who he's 16 he loves okay. classic rock like on his own I did not foist it upon him <laughs> and he stumbled on it by accident and just fell in love and so I was just like oh man he's gonna totally dig this and he was like it was okay and I think some of it is that, like, one, if you saw it at a certain age. There's the
2: it nostalgia. It
3: resonates with you because that was very of the moment. But also, like, they did a really good job of what we would refer to in the comic book movie world of, of as world building. Like, it feels like a very lived in place. And so the more you watch it, the more you kind of, it's a good, what sometimes people refer to as a hangout movie. Like, you just feel like you're hanging out with these people. And so like you get drawn in those world and then you start to like really gravitate to these little lines that are sometimes funnier the fourth or fifth time you heard them than they are the first time you heard them. And so when you sit down with somebody who's fresh and they're coming up to this great line and you're like thinking this is a great line, you realize, well, that doesn't really necessarily (laughs) land with the same punch. It's the longer you sit with that line. The funnier it becomes a more accessible version would be be the ball, Danny, like from Caddyshack. Caddyshack has a lot of lines. I
2: like was going to say a very unpopular opinion is that's how I feel about Napoleon Dynamite. Mm. Like if other people quote Napoleon Dynamite, I laugh. I watch it. I got nothing. But it took time.
3: Yeah. yeah. But again, it, they built a very unique world. That the longer you spend there, the more you feel like in your like,
0: escape. Like that yeah. escapism at its absolute finest. You were in that movie. Yeah, you are. I given never got Tina there. The ham. I feel okay? like maybe I need to watch it again. So Spinal Tap, I feel I can get there. But there's one quote, and I'm probably going to butcher it. But we're like, we didn't know who they were or what they were doing <laughs> like, yeah.
3: like, like, so. <laughs> they come the druids for yes.
0: and so there are just like these really funny moments and eric's like see and i said I, maybe i just wasn't in the headspace i mean i have to say early on in our relationship he tried to show me mystery science theater and i felt the exact <gasps> same way and now I demand we watch it. We DVR them. I sing the song. I get mad if it's not an original. Like, I am so all in it. So I think that's so right, Tom. Like, you have to just become sort of part of the ecosystem and suspend yeah. reality and just enjoy it. Oh,
2: my gosh. I feel cool. like we're living parallel lives. I know.
3: <laughs> we, are, we are. I'm a huge MSC 3 k fan. And we actually visited the set when they were. Relaunching it for Netflix. Yeah. So like Joel actually was a guest on my other podcast once. He was very nice and came on. Is he lovely? He's very nice. Super nice. Very nice guy. Whenever they come to town, he always is great about letting Crystal and I come back and say hi and we bring the kids.
0: so awesome. Yeah. I'm very very jealous.
3: Yeah. And like (laughs) we've we've done things with Frank and Trace, the Mads. Like we, they have their own like little side thing that they do. And they came to town and I basically just bought the show and promoted it because they needed a place to play yeah and so and we had awesome. a lot of fun with
2: them doing yeah
3: that. and they're super not uh, every i mean honestly everybody that i've uh, you know now i'm yeah i'm better friends with kind of that original cast and like mm-hmm. the went on to be what most people would think of as the riff track stuff mike and and yes. bill corbett and i don't That's know those guys i feel like
0: where is joel and yeah. then it's like the song i'm obsessed with the song it's like, <laughs> it's like very strange but, But I
3: like the Mike ones a lot. Like I'm not so that's what Eric says
0: too. And like, but if it's not Joel and I can tell that the intro song is Mm -hmm. going that way, I'm like, yeah. And Eric's like, show Mike some respect.
3: (laughs) The brain that wouldn't die is one of their best episodes. Like that's such a good one, and that's the first Mike one. But it's the first. The first one was Mike.
0: Watch um, Swenguli also. Now he's based in Chicago, right? So. That was something I had no idea what Spangoolie was. And now every Saturday night, it's just sort of on in the background. And there's this, an old, typically black and white, so a horror movie. And somehow it just is so Zen. And (laughs) we always joke, like, it's not precious, right? Like Terminator was very precious. We had to come down. (laughs) I wasn't we're both talker. i mean we've been together 10 years i don't think there's been a moment of silence in that entire oh my god years. they are like I us know, yeah. right? <laughs> and and i was like wait a minute and i'm like what and he's like just watch it just <laughs> watch it and i'm used just to hearing like the full wikipedia over. rundown yeah and he was like you'll get it it'll be okay <laughs> <laughs>
3: So. There's some movies that you're like, yeah, I'll explain to you on the fly. And there's other movies where you're like, no, you need to experience this. So like we're gonna Yeah. Yeah. We, it, we, so at some point this turned into an episode of real spoilers. I know. I know. And and people are probably like, What is going on right now? Did we
2: did we accidentally click on Yeah.
3: When did this go podcast? from being Crystal and Tom's podcast <laughs> to being Tom and Crystal's podcast? So.
2: <laughs> okay, quick,
0: a Peloton question. Yes. <laughs> How did you originally find Peloton? <laughs> So, what's so funny is I've only been part of the Peloton community since late February. What? You're right I there in know. New York.
2: How is that possible? So well, I feel first like off, I'm though.
3: A new
0: kid on the block.
3: But you snuck it in just under the COVID wire, man. Yeah, you
0: did. Am I a psychic? Yeah. <laughs> so there were like three things that happened in February. I cleaned like a lunatic. Because if we were going to bring this Peloton in here, like I oh. really had to know where all my stuff was, sure, and not be trying to creep around it and all that stuff. So I cleaned like crazy. We got rid of the DVDs; that was really good. The boxes, not the CDs, and we ordered the Peloton. And what I would say is, when you live in New York, you have every boutique fitness class that you could possibly imagine at your disposal. So oh. you spend a gazillion dollars. Okay. And I have been personally on a wellness journey for the last two years. I've lost 80 pounds. Wow. And I always joke like, I'm not unathletic. I'm just not in shape. Right. And so I think part of my process starting in 2018 was, what am I going to like? Right. What am I know that for me going to the gym and having a routine, isn't it? Like, I just know that. And so... I went to SoulCycle a lot. I went to 305 Fitness, which is a very cardio dance-based activity where you pretty much twerk. um,
3: That's that's the difference between New York and the Midwest. Like in St. Louis, we still have Vic Tannies. Oh,
0: okay. We also have Zumba. That's definitely a thing here. So 305 Fitness was founded in Miami, and it is sexy Zumba. That's what it is. And I remember going into that class and standing in the back And slowly moving to the front and really building that confidence. And so when that happened, I started going to more spinning classes and I went to all of them. I never went into Peloton and I think it was because I had a little intimidation of, could I be on that screen? And will I look crazy? (laughs) Okay. And I think that one of the major, major things I've learned about myself is the amount of wasted energy I would spend going into a class. And looking around and comparing myself and like, why am I not going as fast as that person? Why does she look so good in that outfit? What am I doing wrong? And so (laughs) I think after two years of really like doing everything, I said, I love cycling, but I'm not consistent enough with it to make it a discipline. And I love Pilates. And so I think I just like took one many Ubers (laughs) <laughs> 10 minutes too late and walked into one many dark pack cycling studios and I said I am not doing this anymore it was the booking the classes it's very stressful you know, and like if I'm up at six which never happens but <laughs> I am, and I want to go work out I want it to be right there so I would say for a good year after like I said you know when you're getting married you'll spend as much money as humanly possible to do whatever to yourself is right. And finally, I said to Eric, I said, I think we can fit it sort of in my dressing room. (laughs) And the biggest thing was he works down in the financial district. So I said, why don't we meet? um, It's uh, sort of an indoor mall called Brookfield Place. I said, let's go to the showroom. And I knew damn well we were going into that showroom. We we're buying that bike. <laughs> he knew we were going in to look at it, and I was like, ah. "Oh no, no, no!" You it's should been decided. Good it's,
3: it's really just an inverse of going to Wizard World, right? Like, yeah. it's,
0: you will buy something. You know, you're going to buy something. i will going look
3: around. I got all this stuff. But yeah, like, he knows
0: simple. me enough that like, yeah. I like to shop, and then I will start talking to the people that are in there and making friends with them. And so we actually got the bike in like, February. Which again, like completely psychic, completely grateful <laughs> and blessed in all the things. Because think,
3: think how much money you saved him there. Because if you tried to buy one in March, you'd either been on a waiting list or you had to go to the black market like Radar O'Reilly and trying to get penicillin. It
0: would have been emotional warfare because every 15 minutes I would have said, Remember what I wanted to get. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you
2: were locked in the house. So yeah. that was.
0: And locked in the house. We live in a fifth floor walk up. Oh, my God. So, you know, I get a little bit of a booty workout. But trust <laughs> me, when you get up here, you're not leaving again. Yeah. And you York- got to really
2: be motivated to
0: leave. <laughs> you,
3: have- well, you, you don't yes. have to be motivated to leave. You got to be motivated to come back.
0: <laughs> I mean, groceries. We have everything delivered. So we were joking, right? Like you guys have your experience and we have ours. Like that's the one thing I can get anything on earth delivered here in under an hour.
1: Yeah, wow. Which is
0: not good either. Right. right? It does it's have rough. its, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there I could are... have one of the best steaks in the entire world delivered here. Like, everything can be brought here. But during, obviously, the early stages of quarantine, New Yorkers took it so seriously because we knew, how sadly, dangerous. I knew a number of people who lost parents and lost friends. And <sighs> it's funny, you know, everyone has an opinion, New Yorkers, but, like, New Yorkers take care of each other. I would say that's the number one thing. And so we were out the window banging pots and pans every single night at seven o'clock. We wanted to do everything in our power to not expose ourselves or hurt anybody else. So we did not actually leave our apartment until I would say early June.
2: Wow. That's commitment.
0: So for three months, we were in 500 square feet.
2: Oof. I'm glad you guys love each other.
0: We really do. Oh my God. And so day one, being home from the office was March 16th, I believe. And I texted all my accountability buddies about two of which have Peloton bikes. And I said, this will be my kryptonite. Like I know myself and with no movement and just the overwhelming emotional and mental stress of the situation and the uncertainty of it we got to get something going right now. And I love Instagram. I love the visual and it's light, right? It's not as heavy as Facebook to me. And I just, I love that you can kind of, I'm with Robin Arzon, right? I want a proud brag. I don't want a humble brag, but you can put things out there you like. And so I immediately started this group and I thought about what it would be named and I couldn't think of anything really that good. So it was stay home, stay motivated, because that's what I needed. Now, I wish it had a better acronym because I can't even say it most of the time. So it's S-H-S-M. It's Shroom, a total sh- tongue sh- twister. Sh- <laughs> swim, yeah. Um, so I can't even say it. I try to shorten it. Short and I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and it really was about 10 people I knew who either had been through wellness journeys before or in the midst of one and they said, I can't, like they knew themselves enough or the couple of people I knew who had had Pelotons and been evangelists and said, oh yeah, let's ride together because I felt I was coming into this community and I didn't know anything and I didn't really have a mentor either. My sure. one best friend, Caitlin, peer pressured me to get it and then she left her apartment without a bike. <gasps> <laughs> so now she's like, look at you. Chick, like, I made you get this bike and I haven't been online in three months. And so I felt a little rudderless in the ecosystem, but so excited. And that's sort of how it started.
2: Wow. Okay, so stay home, stay motivated, start with 10 people. And mm-hmm. how many people are part of your group now? I think we're just about 5,400 now. I mean,
0: that's crazy since February. So that's seven months. Yeah, and actually, months. it was like mid-March, and when we kicked off, so it I guess I feel real in many ways, but it is. So are you guys on Facebook too, or just Instagram? We're not on Facebook. We like to say we prefer our sparkly Instagram bubble. It is very different over on an Instagram. Very different. And I don't get asked too, too often, but people who really do get into the community aspect of Facebook, like we, they would love it. But I have, I've just said, I'm a team of one, right? And I also want it to feel as inclusive and happy and proud as possible. And I don't know that I could moderate at the level it would need to be moderated. So I think we intend to stay there, stay in our Instagram bubble, but it is definitely a question I do get asked.
2: I'm curious though, being on Instagram is very different from being on Facebook from the interaction standpoint. Like Mm. if you want to have a conversation On Facebook, it's very easy to do. You start a thread and everybody can join in. But on Instagram, you have to make a post to do it or comment on somebody else's post. So how do you guys stay? I mean, clearly whatever you're doing is working, but I don't understand how you keep it engaging. Like, how do you keep those people talking to each other?
0: No, it's such a good question. And for me, I work in employee engagement and corporate communications, but I don't do social media professionally. So for me, I like to think of myself as savvy, but I'm also like a 36-year-old woman. Like I'm not 22. right? Sure. So I try to figure it out. And I have seen a shift of a lot of people who are setting up Instagram for the first time, or they are setting up an Instagram for weight loss or for fitness. And they want to be able to share and talk about it as much as possible without in their mind, irritating everybody that they know. <laughs> okay. So, so it comes down to the sharing aspects of it, really. So we post, and when I say we, I say me, but to me, we're a community, about seven to 10 times a day. So the post volume is quite high. And what I like to do to start the day is always start with a quote, either from an instructor, so they are amazing talent, so I take from them all the time, or just kind of some words that for me are particularly appealing. The day always starts that way. And what I always see is that people then, as they work out through the day, they share the quote and they comment. Instagram stories, I get tagged in hundreds of stories a day. Um, And this was even before the new Peloton feature where you could share that sexy little video of (laughs) Cody Rigsby dancing. If you have an Apple device. Only if it's iOS. Exactly. exactly, Only if it's iOS, (laughs) um, which I know is really frustrating for a lot of people. And so I think for most people, what they have now come to do is do the proud brag. Right. They want to show I did this ride. I did this workout and that is really where the interaction comes from. And the other thing, it's so funny when I think back about how we started, like I said, I had no Peloton friends. I was like kind of a loser. Okay. (laughs) And I was like, okay, my two friends aren't working out. So I'll go on my own. And then as people started to join us, I was adding every single person as a friend until i broke the follow limit <laughs> so i got to i was following 2000 people in peloton i was like i can't add anyone and i said right like because no one follows that many people <laughs> and then the hashtags came and so that has been such a game changer for us but the whole aspect of it in the very beginning was i want to be able to associate what your instagram name is with what your peloton name is so It started as one post where people would comment. And they'd say, hey, what's up? I'm Jador New York XO, which is me in real life. And my leaderboard name is Jenny Goes Biking. And we had a running thing of comments. And then that got too many. And now we have a Google sheet with over 3,000 Peloton riders. (laughs) Wow. Which is awesome, right? I'm a data nerd. I centrally manage it. But if you notice that somebody within our hashtag is always riding right near you, you can look up and go connect with them.
2: Oh, that's cool. And yeah. so
0: it's so interesting. For me, I found it most interesting when I noticed people knew themselves, each other in real life because nobody was together in real life. Yeah. And then they they'd say, yeah, it's my sister or something. I'm like, oh, and now it's legit friendships, which I think have been forged in fire for the rest of time. <laughs> that started because they were chasing each other on the leaderboard.
2: That's great. I mean that's really what Peloton's all about. I love that it can bring so many people together. So many people. I really think that's unique about what you're doing because there's like a million Facebook groups, but yeah. there's not a lot of Instagram groups. And I'm not saying that there's not a lot of people that love Peloton that post on Instagram because there are. Sure, but there's sure. not a lot of there's not a lot of cohesion to those people. So I think that's really cool and unique about what you're doing.
0: Thank you. And you know, I think the other thing Two things that I think got us very, I would say, either known or got a lot of people to the group were, again, when we started and we were very small, there would be like 10 people on a live ride. And so what I started doing from the account was, let's say I took a Robin ride and she has all her nuggets of genius. And I very quickly would put together like a word art of a picture of her in the quote. And then I would tag every person in my story that had been in that class. Wow. Because it was 10 people. Right. Then it was 40 people. And that was still okay. I just needed four quotes because most people don't realize this, but you can only tag 10 people in a story. Yeah. Then when it got to some real popular rights, I was like, oh no, this isn't sustainable. So people were constantly resharing that sort of out of pride that they took the ride together. And so that was incredibly helpful. And I think that When people started, like I said, to notice that they were on the same ride as other people, they would start to connect sort of through their DMs. And then the other thing that we started doing was I myself, and again, like most of this actually started from a very selfish place. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I don't, you know, I don't no, say that. No, no, like, no.
2: I'm going to correct you on that. No, it's not selfish. It's that you started with what you needed. It just happened to be what other people needed too.
0: I love that so much. Saying that's exactly what I need to say. I tried to get through Crush Your Core with Emma Lovewell because I want to look like Emma Lovewell. With not we all. I mean, she is a mermaid <laughs> of a human. So I, again, like not knowing or being as familiar with the platform, I said, oh, there's this program, I'm going to do it. And I got through the first week, maybe once, and I maybe tried four times. And I'm a pretty motivated, hard-headed person. And I was like, I'm not getting through it. So what I started to do was make these challenge templates. And so we started with Emma. I do think there was one before that, but we'll talk about Emma because it's more exciting. Where I literally just had a tracker. And it said it was one sheet, really straightforward. And you would put a GIF. And trust me, there are some very funny gifts. There's a (laughs) gif of a banana trying to do a sit-up and he (laughs) struggles like the rest of us. And a lot of people (laughs) like to use him. So people would start sharing like as they checked off the dates. And so I wasn't curating anything, but it was just an opportunity to socially share your progress. And then through that, there's a little bit of shared peer pressure and I've done it three times.
2: That's great. And I saw some of the templates that you sent me as examples. They are so pretty. They're so well oh, thank done. You. How thank do you, you design those? Are you using like Canva or
0: something? So I use Word Swag for okay. most things in the grid, but there's a design software called Visme, V-I-S-M-E, that I use a lot, both personally and professionally for infographics and things like that. And so what I started to do was use that. And I said, it looks really slick, It's simple. Right. And so I think for me, I always think about the visual aspect and I'm like, I want this to have credibility. If I'm going to put, so Tune Day is a great example. We've done now two Tune Day arm programs, which are torture, but also magic. Right. And so I said, if I'm going to put something out with this person's name on it, it needs to have a level of credibility, of course. Sure. And so I've sent it to Tune Day and she loves it and she comments on people's progress. But that was a situation in which I said, okay, we've done sort of the Andy Spear, like the programs that people are associated with. Now I'm going to start curating some programs myself. So, Toonday's arms, as we know, are <laughs> the legendary. best. Arm.
2: Those are arm goals right there.
0: Arm goals. The like, best. The best. And so, I actually, throughout the early stages of being at home, worked out with my four best friends on zoom twice a day for like the first month or two. These are my best friends from childhood. My bridesmaids in my wedding, like my besties. And one day I said, guys, I can't join you. I'm busy on a meeting, but do this tune day arm class. (laughs) (laughs) And I got more texts over like the next three days OMG, <laughs> what was that? They were all using the free trial. So so many people were getting exposure. They said, I can't believe you sent that to us and then did not join. <laughs> but then on day four, they said, let's do Tuesday again.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's and effective. It's
0: painful, it, so, but it's working. Says, it's not cute. It's effective. And that's what it is. And so this was just a light bulb. And I said, well, I know what I need. I'm going, she happened to have at the time three 10 minute classes or something. And I said, great. She says these are designed to take two to three times a week. I will make a template and I will say on week one, you take this. On week two, you take this. And now we have, oh, and I called it tone those arms with tune day. <laughs> nice. And now we have the original and we just did a, a number two. Um, That's and fabulous. So there are ways to just help the group navigate a little bit, which I still find myself trying to do, but say, you can curate these things together yourself. But obviously, that takes a level of time and discipline. So I try to do it for people. Well, and I think people
2: get overwhelmed. So if if somebody does it for you, you're taking a step out of it. I mean, we're such creatures of like, give us an excuse. We won't do it. I mean, that's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you take the excuse away and you're like, here, just it's how I feel about tonal and Peloton and, and Peloton. If somebody just tells me what to do, I get on the bike or I get on the tread and it's like, do
0: this. OK, but if you make me like, I Think have to put, it. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> no, and that's so funny. It, that's what my husband says about the scenic rides. He has such incredible discipline. He's like, oh yeah, after each minute, I go up 10 more. I'm like, what? Yeah, that would never happen for me. I said, I need my love of my life, Cody Rigsby, to be (laughs) telling me what to be doing, okay? But I think that's what's so amazing about the program, right? And I think, you know, when I was going to talk to you guys, I'm like, let me think about my journey a little, because it hasn't been that long, right? but it feels like it has been a long time. I think we all feel like 2020,
2: yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: let's so I've just done hope it's confined. Three hundred and fifty <laughs> rides. Wow. And because I wasn't moving. I mean, it was the <laughs> only thing that was getting my legs too. Sure. Do yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, and then I said to myself, maybe two weeks ago, I'm like, okay, I can grab a couple two or three pound weights and do an arm routine. I said, but what I'm not doing. With the exception of a you know, a short core program, I'm not doing strength in my house. Like I know I'm not doing it. And I think that is a bit of a barrier for entry for people. So like you said, you have tonal, for example. I know a couple of friends who have that as well. And it's like the gym's right there, you know? Yeah. And so not only have weights been very hard to find. They have. It's crazy. And people on Craigslist trying to sell them for like $500. $500. Yep. You're like, you got that at Target. Okay. <laughs> so what I realized is people want to do strength, but to your point, they have every excuse to not do it. And I literally keep staring. I have what is probably a seven foot by four foot area in which I conduct myself for yoga, <laughs> strength. I bought a meditation pillow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And I said, again, I'm going to curate where we call it Strength of Palooza. (laughs) And it's one strength class a day for two weeks. And what's so beautiful about that is you're getting exposure to different instructors. Yes. Which we have learned through Peloton and other things that people love getting out of their comfort zone. They say, I never took anything with Jess Sims. Well, the second you take anything with Jess Sims, you're obsessed with her. So you all of a sudden have opened, you know, I keep saying you widen your aperture, right? you all of a sudden are like, oh, I can do that. And people now are saying, I didn't realize that the weight classes or the strength classes could be this effortless in my life. And so to your point, right, Crystal, it just takes somebody to say, I'm going to curate this for you and I'm going to hand it to you and you don't have to do a thing, but do it.
2: Yeah. I can't help but wonder. We've heard lots of rumors about things that Peloton is doing. And we know something's coming with strength. We know they're working on strength. So I can't help but wonder if they are working on ways to curate more programs, to bring more of that together, because I do think that's a missing piece for people. I mean, that's great that you are doing that for your people. And that that is a missing thing. And people clearly love it. But I also feel like, I mean, you can't serve one million
0: people. You know (laughs) what I mean? So (laughs) let me tell you when I figured, well, I knew that as it continued to scale, and it is far larger than I thought it would be at this point, or maybe ever. (laughs) My biggest thing was, because I think our number one superpower with Stay Home, Stay Motivated is that people feel seen. Yeah. And I never will compromise that. So I shout out the milestones and I share. I mean, the best thing when you run a community platform is to curate your content from all of your members' content. Like, you know, I have this thing, hashtag SHSM in the wild. (laughs) I love seeing somebody in a kayak. Like, (laughs) oh, yes. And they're like, I didn't have the confidence before Peloton to think I could do that physically. And so it bleeds out, right, into the other areas of the world. But what was very interesting for me was the Peloton experience. Because that's when we saw a lot of growth. Because the hashtags were so popular. We actually sold apparel as well. We don't do it for profit. But again, I threw some hashtags on a t-shirt and there was nothing Peloton so I could do it just so people felt togetherness. And that's when I started seeing the dreaded comments, Uh which I imagine (laughs) you get a lot of. (sighs) Everybody's got an opinion about everything. Everyone has an opinion. And so and God forbid you change something. This is too hard. I don't know how to do this. And I was trying to break it down so simply because I didn't want people to feel intimidated. Sure. But I was seeing such an influx of new folks. And that's when I started to realize like Peloton's job is not easy. (laughs) And I think that I, number one, have just such overwhelming respect for their tech team for how they've been able to scale the number of classes being taken, the workout at home, the amount of new users. But these people are still customers and they have needs, right? So to your point, I just started to see a lot of buzz. People are like, I want to be able to do boot camp on my bike. So in my mind, I say, well, hell yeah, I'm going to do boot camp on my bike. I'm just going to do it. And I did my third Saturday 60 today. And I love it. I love it. And I got, you know, I know about 10 or 15 people that said, Hey, I'm going to try that too. And so I think that's what is such a good example for people, right? As they start to branch out and say, This equipment is at my disposal and I'm going to get a little creative too. Then I think Peloton understands what people are looking for. Absolutely. I
3: I think as people kind of life hack Peloton, then they realize, Oh, well, if they want it bad enough to do that, then we need to figure out ways to bring that in and kind of bake it into what we do.
2: Yeah, I think the one consistent thing I've seen about Peloton and how they make decisions is always numbers. So Mm -hmm. they're always looking at what is the thing people keep asking for the most? And they've been very consistent about that. So- They're
0: um, very metrics driven.
2: Very metrics Mm -hmm. driven, more than any other company I've ever seen because they will actually pivot and make that change. Whereas a lot of companies, they're not flexible enough and nimble enough to make that change. The thing is, though, that the larger the community gets, the more diverse of ideas that you get, and the more diversity of how people think it, quote unquote, should be. Mm -hmm. And everybody
0: has very, very strong opinions about that. (laughs) You know, it's so funny. When I was getting like so many questions about these t-shirts, I was like, guys, I'm trying to make this as simple and cheap and quick as possible. And at one point I said, I am not the Gap. Right. But I was like, even if I were the gap, you're never going to make everyone happy. And so I think that what I have found, because when you get to 2 million users, I often use this analogy. I don't know if it resonates with anyone in the world, but I've been using it for years. If I go into the CVS and I want a beverage, like I am completely thirsty. Right. And I go to the beverage Refrigerator, and there are 9,000 sodas. It's too much. Okay. I don't need to see all those sodas. I want to go to like Rose Apothecary in Schitt's Creek and I want to look and I want them to tell me like these are the three best drinks on earth and I want to take it. Okay.
3: It's what economists refer to as the paradox of choice.
0: Mm-hmm. You are so brilliant. Tom. Every
3: once in a while, I actually know a thing. Yes. Oh my yeah. God.
0: <laughs> but that's exactly what it is. Right. Yeah. And so I feel that way about community building too. And I think that with Stay Home, Stay Motivated, like tons of our members are in the other squads. They're in the Boo Crew. They're in the Love Squad. I mean, everyone's in Adrian squad, right? Like, <laughs> everyone will follow Adrian. <laughs> we will However, all
2: follow Adrian.
0: <laughs> I mean, literally always, right? And It's a way to display your pride. But do you actually feel seen in that community? Maybe not. Right. And so this was a way of saying... Even with 5,000, and I would argue we could probably get five times as big and still keep because the individual connections are going on and we could still keep that feeling. People at some point need to have that connectivity. Mm-hmm. And I think when people feel connected and they feel seen, they don't think so much about the features that they don't have because they're focused on what their experience is like. Hmm. And so I have found people who potentially at first were doing a lot of like dry comments on the functionality or how difficult things are. And as soon as you start to see that they've connected with two or three people in their age group, in their region, the tone changes. Now, are they still frustrated? Totally. But can these communities pivot people's experience a little bit? Well, I
2: definitely think that the communities have always filled a need. It's worked side by side with Peloton. I think the communities have fueled Peloton. Peloton has fueled the communities because they keep growing. And it's a very symbiotic relationship. And to your point, once they get too big, they're not as effective. They get very toxic. There's a few people that speak up and kind of push everybody out. So it really... I like the idea of it being on Instagram because you, you kind of, you automatically control the chatter in a way you don't control it on Facebook.
0: It's and just let harder. Me tell you, I would say, I mean, it's my entire quarantine project. It's my special thing. When I look back, I'm like, that's what I did. Yeah. And I didn't gain all my weight back. And my arms are looking better than ever. <laughs> um, win, win, win. And I survived with my husband in 500 square feet and love him more than ever. And you saw the Terminator. And maybe I'll start to like Spinal tap, Tom. (laughs) Um, But what I can honestly say is there have been under 10 comments the entire time that I think I've had to delete or respond to. That's fabulous. Under 10. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I'm going to share an example with you guys that I think really epitomizes this experience. There's a woman that I have become very friendly with just on the platform and she's a beast on the bike. <laughs> like I see the app. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that is so good for you. And I'm like below it, but that's fine. <laughs> There's something too. like, I don't feel as competitive. I feel competitive with myself. Yeah. I know that's like a philosophy, but it's true. And she went on Facebook and posted something she would normally post on her Instagram, which was look at my output. I'm so proud. I've been working towards this. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, dear. That's, so she, you don't do that. This is almost like a sociology experiment. This was like yeah. a final exam in your sociology 101 class. She put it on Facebook.
2: Now, and, is this her personal
0: account or did she put it on the OPP? She put it on her personal account, which I would think is a little safer.
3: That You would like to think.
0: Yeah. I mean, I had to deactivate my mind. I said, no, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. Now I have a, a shady one for business purposes only. Okay.
2: But and was, that was this on her page or did she put it in another page? No, she put it on her personal page. Oh my okay. gosh. Which
0: should be a little bit of a safety It, zone. it should. Yeah. If like you should. have your white picket fence around. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But right. we all know Facebook can be quite toxic. Then she put it on her Instagram page where okay. she has a ton of Peloton followers. Everyone on Facebook started to question her. Oh, dear. There's no way your output is that high. I think you need to call Peloton and get your bike calibrated. What are you doing? And you could tell the tone, right? There is no way you're doing what the instructor says. What are you doing? Are your legs getting big? All this stuff. And she was like, excuse me? hmm
1: <laughs>
0: And now, we all know that... No matter how popular you are, critique does not feel good. Mm-hmm. And it kind of spins around for a couple of days. Yeah. Yep. So months later, she's like, I called Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure my bike was right. She felt the need to question herself. Yeah. Meanwhile, she goes on Instagram, posts the same thing to a lot of dedicated Peloton Instagram accounts. Nothing but complete and utter support, shock and awe, and people shared it. I think people have become so fluent and so open with sharing their Instagram stories because like 24 hours is fine, right? It goes away. Yeah. They tagged or they said, guys, look at this. This is amazing. And that I think is like the perfect example of how we've chosen to stay on the, the Instagram platform.
3: That's interesting. That's
0: really fascinating.
3: It is. I wish people on Facebook would devote that degree of skepticism to news.
0: I <laughs> mean, to literally anything else.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> and like, I just I, I just can't. You know what I mean? But when I tell you guys, I don't even think it's 10 comments. I think maybe five. Wow. And that, I mean, that's... I have had to delete and. I have a saved message that for me has a little bite, a little like mhm, yeah, goodbye, girl bye, boy <laughs> bye. But I say you're new to this community. This is not how we operate. And I think that I found that our community was so incredibly diverse very organically and people were running for causes that meant a lot to them, whether it be Black Lives Matter, it just a number of different causes and people had to feel safe to share that information. And so I have said like, you have my word, no matter what, that if I see anything, it will not be tolerated period. And I think that you worry at first, like, Oh, if I post one thing, well, some people think it's not right. And you have to kind of come to the philosophy of like you guys said earlier, you don't please everybody. And I'm a huge Hamilton fan. So (laughs) like, if you stand for nothing, like, what are you standing for Aaron Burr? Okay. Like I'm not Aaron Burr. So I'm not going to go out and preach to you what I think you should believe, but I will share values that I think are very common and thoughtful. And at that point you have to realize like you're not for everybody, but if they don't hear your message, then it wasn't meant for them. Yeah.
3: And I say that to Crystal all the time when we're talking about people being kind of D bags on the internet. Sometimes I'm just like, you're not popular until people don't like you.
0: Mm -hmm. So I was a homecoming queen in high school (laughs) and college. I don't think it's actually a proper interview with me if I haven't dropped this. (laughs) Um, Not to say I do many. And I always said like the same exact thing, right? You're bringing something to the table that in some ways will be polarizing to somebody. And so I'll take it. Like, I don't mind it as much, but I think it's for me when... I feel it's impacting other people because the confidence and I get the nicest messages. My mom has always said, at work, in life, you better screenshot that and put it in a kudos folder because you're (laughs) going to need it, right? And I have taken so many screenshots for myself that on those days where maybe somebody says something that makes me crazy, or I lose a couple of followers and I think, hmm, like, luckily, now we've gotten to the point where I don't notice if I lose a follower. Right. Because that's a little maddening. Crystal, like you're totally in the same boat, right? You know, <laughs> but you think about the people who have felt empowered and gotten a voice. And I'm like, that's so much more important to me that they feel that they have a platform for that.
2: I feel like it's also that like to never offend anyone means that you don't get to have a personality either. Oh, yeah. Like, then what's the point? Then what are you doing?
0: You know that is what I love about Peloton too. Is I want to hear what you think, like even if you don't agree strongly about that, (laughs) right? And I know that there's been chatter. I mean, Twitter is also a cesspool, but and I don't go on it very often. But if I see a Peloton instructor say something, there's always all these comments like, "Please stop talking about religion, politics, society." No. Like if you went to a class in person, you would get all of that. And that's yes. part of it. And so part of the reason I think I have become so passionate about the brand and what it does for people is that when I feel employees can authentically be themselves and they're not being censored in their environment, that's a company I want to support. Yes. And I worked in investment banking for a long time. I don't anymore. Thank goodness. And I moved to a company where I feel I can be my authentic self. And that's what I want to experience. Like there were days where I said, like, I need to hear what Alex Toussaint thinks today. It's going to make me better. Yep.
2: You woke up today. Don't forget to smile.
0: I know. And he's so cute. <laughs>
2: he is. They're just <laughs> all so cute. I know. They say
0: so many wise things. Now, I'm, of course, obsessed with Cody. <laughs> and everyone's like you're going to be obsessed with Cody and I said uh-huh, uh-huh uh-huh but it's I want to be his friend so badly I get it I get it
2: I mean I and... feel that way about Jen Sherman like I just want to sit down and chat oh, with she's her so cool she's doing yacht her. rock isn't she
0: yes tomorrow morning <laughs> <It's> um, Back <laughs> so everyone's like you're in New York oh my gosh you've been to the studio and I'm like I haven't because like I said like When we started in the beginning, I didn't because I had no clue what was going on and I was too insecure. Then I was going to go to (laughs) the opening night of PSNY and it got closed. Yeah. I walked by. I mean, this is not a great story. We finally did leave New York. We went to see my parents in Connecticut, but we wanted to get COVID testing. Tom will love this. They're fun.
3: I've had four of them. I mean,
0: it's up in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. So... We weren't comfortable taking an Uber yet. Actually haven't taken any sort of taxi or Uber this whole time. And so we walked. It was about five miles each way. We had to go up to Midtown. Oh my and God. the testing was in a legit abandoned parking lot. <laughs> it's a tent. And it was a zombie movie. Like Eric and I walked up and he's like, oh my God, it's like a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> and it was. Okay, so that's the part Tom will like. But the part Crystal will like is, when I was walking up, we passed PSNY Aww. and it is so gorgeous. And Allie's face is plastered on the building. And I just looked at it and I was like, oh, like it was as if I had seen Oz for the very first time. <laughs> and so I know that when God willing the <laughs> world gets back to normal, I am going to have a lot of Peloton dates there because you people are. keep saying, I'm coming in and we're going to go to a class. And I'm like, yeah, of course. You're going to love it. And that's why people have said like, will we change the name from Stay Home, Stay Motive? I'm like, no. (laughs) You know why? And I wasn't that confident in it when I was first asked in like May. And now I am because just like any good superhero story, it's our origin story. (laughs) And I'll be the first to tell you, it's not a great acronym. I could have come up with something sexier. However... I needed it so badly in that moment. And it resonates with so many people. Yeah, And your Peloton is at your house. Right. So for the rest of your life, like you're going to be motivated in your home.
1: Yeah, you
2: do. And the crazy part is we all, well, okay, you don't because you live there. But the rest of us travel all the way across the country to of ride course. a bike. We already have at home because that's what Peloton does to us.
0: I know. So, but that's great. That's the beauty of it. It's the beauty. <laughs> I know. You know, the first ride I took, the bike showed up. And I was dancing around. I was so happy. And I got on the first live ride I could find. It was Alex Toussaint. And Alex, like, Jenny goes biking. Why aren't you here? (laughs) Like, it's your first (laughs) ride. And I, up until that moment, I hadn't even thought about, like, the immersive (laughs) studio experience. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. He's just, like, 10 minutes away. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think the first class I will have to go to will have to be a Cody class.
2: Well... You will be able to do it, I'm sure, because when they open it up, because it will happen, you will have lots of options. So,
0: which I think is totally spoiling me, but <laughs> I am very excited. You know, I there's people I actually just set up an SHSM pen pal program. Aw, um, that's because, great. Because again, like connectivity, I would keep seeing posts of people who had never met, and they'd say. So and so sent me a card. So and so sent me a bracelet. So and so sent me a T-shirt, and again, I, like you look at what's happening, like you never think of the brilliant ideas. They're already happening, and you just say, "Oh, I'm going to pluck that one out." And so I'm connecting people. And so much of the feedback was, "I need this. I'm either a teacher or I'm a mom, and I'm trying to take care of things, and I can't see my friends, and I miss my friends." Or you know, we have some military spouses and they say, uh, I'm somewhere I would I don't know anyone. And we have a lot of Canadian followers who are so passionate about it and they want to the tread so badly. I know, I know. <laughs> and that's part of it for me too, is I have seen some friendships that I know are like locked and loaded forever. And I think that's something so powerful.
3: That's awesome. So I know you mentioned it in passing, but what is your leaderboard name for so people can find you?
0: It is Jenny Goes Biking, which let me tell you, I thought was very cute at the top. <laughs> I don't think I really realized the weight of a good leaderboard name. now the one very thing, important. So the one thing I'll say is it's very easy to pronounce. Right. So... Luckily, I've gotten a couple of shout outs during big rides. I think it's so funny when Alex says like, do not make your leaderboard name like your Yahoo mail password because I can't pronounce that. (laughs) So I am Jenny Goes Biking and my husband is Joker Goes Biking. (laughs) Which is so much cuter. (laughs) But now it's like too late. I mean, you know, I had exceeded the follower. Right but I unfollowed most people because I was like, well, I can't follow half of them. Right. So the hashtag, thank goodness. So yes, gotta keep it fair. Jenny goes biking. And of course I have a black and white photo of my wedding photo booth where I will never replicate that level of gorgeousness. So people are like, (laughs) wow, that's so glam. I'm like, "Yep, that's what I look like every day.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Has your husband pressured you to change your leaderboard name to Harley Quinn goes biking.
0: (laughs) So he is not, <laughs> although like he loves the Joker. So he hit 200 rides and I got him all Batman balloons. It was, Aww. in my opinion, very cute. But I almost like get mad at him. I'm like, oh, your name is so cute. He's like, you gave it to me, you know, <laughs> but my parents are getting their bike next week. My, oh my dad gosh. actually had a heart attack in March. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. He's okay, But he's trying to figure out now he does so much walking now in cardiac rehab. And he's like, I think we're going to get the bike. I think you influenced us to do it. And my dad's name is Bob, but we call him Bobbo. And so he will be Bobbo goes biking.
3: (laughs) He should be Bob Kane goes biking.
0: We just watched a documentary about mom Kane, <laughs> actually on Hulu, which you've probably seen before. <gasps> and my mom is like, well, I'm going to be something goes biking. So I guess in our little way, it's become kind of a cute thing. But it's
3: like your own Peloton leaderboard surname.
0: It is. That's great. No, yes. Yeah, so, but I'm OK with that. I'm yeah, OK no, with it because people can find me. The Chris, I'm sure this happens to you. The weirdest thing is when someone does like an Instagram story, you know, and they'll say like, I think the instructors were trying to really be on the leaderboard during quarantine and support people. Yeah. So, say, like, oh my gosh, Tune gave me a high five. I've gotten a couple of stories like, Jenny goes biking, high five me. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sweetie, that is not worth a story. <laughs> to them, and, it is. And I reply, I'm like, that's just little old me <laughs> on my bicycle. But I am thrilled at that major day.
3: Wait until it's a Jenny with an eye goes biking (laughs) and it's someone just pretending to be you. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That will happen. So do you have any advice for new people?
0: You know, the thing I'll say is find your tribe, which I think a lot of people say. Part of it, I think, is distilling down that intimidation factor. It is not an intimidating platform, at least for me. But I'm also aware that I've done a lot of classes in person. But for me, it was the first cycling class where I actually had metrics. And I was like, oh, what is this? Am I going to like this? And of course I do. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. But you know, we actually put that question out to the community. So I do an Ask SHSM like once a month. And I say, I'm going to crowdsource your brilliance because I don't have it all. And someone said, what do you wish you knew? And a lot of the answers were... I wish I knew there were beginner classes. I wish I knew to take like how to ride your bike. (laughs) So I think that people either have friends or have someone who is influencing to get a bike and they think they immediately have to jump on to a club banger 60 minute and you start out of the gate intimidated and you don't have to do that. You can build your way there. And I think that for me, that is some of the best advice I think that people gave. And the other thing is just to be so kind to yourself. I said this earlier, but if I could take back all that time that I wasted in those classes, looking at those other people and comparing myself, like, I mean, I could have solved world hunger. I mean, honestly, the amount of energy and it's not good self-talk, like it does nothing for you. So I always tell people like, you have to be kind to yourself. You know, I think more than ever, 2020 has taught me that wellness has to be fully integrated into your life. It can't be because it works with your schedule or I'm meeting my friend after work. Like that's not what it is anymore. So I think like, just like work-life balance isn't necessarily ever something that's really attainable. To me, work-life workout balance is also an integration. It's not a one or the other. And so grab the weights for five minutes. Take a 10-minute ride. I remember in the beginning, I felt guilty if a five-minute cool-down counted as a ride. And I would say, oh, that's not really right. Take the cool-down. Like your body (laughs) needs it. You need it. And so I think there's just a lot of judgment that we put on ourselves and take it out. And then the other one, which is kind of random, probably, I loved the sleep meditation program with Ross Rayburn. And we took, I think the first two weeks we had the Peloton, I said to Eric, we're going to do sleep meditation. (laughs) He was like, okay. And it became such a part of the practice. And I think the other thing it really helped me with were hearing instructors outside of just the bike experience. Sure. So now if I go do an outdoor walk, an outdoor run, which I do not do. If I do something outside or a strength training, I feel like I'm very receptive because I've done just sort of their voice in my ear thing. And so anything that can diversify how you experience the platform, I think just makes it such a more well-rounded experience.
3: And also, if you want your husband to take a sleep meditation, <laughs> you need to rebrand it and tell him it's a sandmand, Sandman yes. meditation.
0: Or or a Beatles meditation. Yeah. (laughs) That would work in our house.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, I guess before we go, remind everybody also where they can find you on social media.
0: Of course. And we would love for everyone to join. So it's stay home, stay motivated. And on the bike, it's hashtag SHSM. And we are actually launching a website next week too, just to showcase sort of who we are and about us and the work we do philanthropically and how to get involved. So be sure to look out for that too.
3: Awesome. awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of guys, your day Guys, this join was us. such
0: a pleasure to chat with you on many topics. Absolutely. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. <laughs> and we'll have to get the best. Uh, same to you.
2: And you'll have to get your husband and Tom together. They could probably have a whole separate podcast I,
1: episode. Yeah. <laughs> I can't
2: wait.
0: You guys right. are amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Talk to you
3: later. So I guess that's it for this one. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week?
2: We've got another really special treat next week. It's going to be an interview with Jeff Wall. And Jeff Wall has the most interesting hobby. That okay. You, because he's a pilot, but he helps rescue dogs, like airlifts them, like in animals. He airlifts right. them. So we're going to hear all about that. Okay. Plus his love of Peloton. It's going to be fascinating.
3: Awesome. Well, until then, where can people find you?
2: People can find me at facebook.com slash crystal D. O'Keefe. And they can find me on Instagram, Twitter, on the bike, and of course, the tread at Clipout
3: Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter uh, at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online. Facebook.com, the the Clipout. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our YouTube channel where you can see all of this stuff at youtube.com slash theclipout. And of course, be sure and sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com, where you will get just a weekly email with all sort of weekly-ish Ish. email with all the show notes and links and pictures and all sorts of fun stuff.
2: Plus, I like to ask you guys like random things. Yeah. Sometimes you answer, so.
3: You never know. So you can do all that at theclipout.com. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling.
2: And running.